Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. Jesus, hallelujah. Don't you ever come to a church service again. You come ready to receive. You come ready to experience Christ. Hallelujah. You are the church. You're his body. We gather and his presence is among us. And he does the same thing he did when he was ministering on the earth. He heals, he sets free, he provides, and he delivers. Hallelujah. Mm. We're just giving our attention to the Holy Spirit. Come on. It's time to know him as the living God. The living God. The one who inhales and exhales. The one who breathes. The one who walks with you. The one who talks to you. The one who provides for you. I'm not interested in dead things. I'm not interested in a dead God. I need a living God. I need a God who's defeated death. I need a God who's alive today and understands me and knows what I need and knows where I'm going and knows uh, how to direct and guide me and provide for me in the day I'm living in. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're just like, <laughs> Holy Spirit, you go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Mm. Boy, I want to exhort you to, to lean your whole person on Christ, to, to know the Holy Spirit. Talk with Him all throughout the day. And it might be odd to you, and I get that. It might be new and foreign, this concept of, of intimacy with the Holy Spirit. But it's what you were made for. You were made for an intimate relationship with the Spirit of God, and it's not weird. It really isn't. It is different if you're not used to it because he knows no limits and he's not afraid of anything. And he'll speak to you in a way that will lift you up and cause you to, to rise above the things you used to be afraid of. That's right. 
God's never been in a, in a, a box. Even the Ark of the Covenant, his, his glory was above it. Above the blood of the mercy seat. Religion has tried to put God in a box. Don't you put him there. That's just a figure of speech. It doesn't mean he's in a box. What it means is I put these walls around my thinking and I'm not letting God in. It's really us that put ourselves in a box, right? And limit what, who he is and what he can do in our lives. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. God, you're so good. Hallelujah. I'm just seeing lightning in the spirit. Hallelujah, Jesus. Just seeing the, this place full of not the lightning that destroys, but the lightning that, that makes whole and breaks bondages. Jesus Christ, the light of the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, you're so good. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you ever just let go of everything and let God be God in your life? Just say, Holy Spirit, I belong to you, and I'm going to walk with you for the rest of my days. Show me what's next. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Ooh-wee. Thank you, Lord. We're just <laughs> glory to God. your attention is not on the Holy Spirit, you're going to miss this. Don't look around at what's going on. What are they doing? This is very strange. What are they doing? We should be doing something right now. We are, we're giving the Holy Spirit our attention. This is weird. I'm out of here. It's okay. Just, just say, Holy Spirit, show yourself to me. Show yourself to me. You know, there are people who are familiar with ghosts who've had spirits visit them. And there are services, and you can hire, and they'll come to your house, and they'll do, you know, exorcists for you or get the ghosts out, whatever they think they can do. But you start talking about the Holy Ghost, and church folks think you're weird. Do you know you're a ghost? Did you know you're a ghost? You are. Jesus in John chapter 4 says God is a spirit. Ghost is just another word for spirit, right? God is a ghost. We were made in his image. You are a ghost. His spirit is the Holy Ghost. You are born of the incorruptible seed of his word. You are his ghost. We're spirits. 
We should know this, right? We should be uh, walk through our days with this consciousness that we're spirits alive unto God. Amen. We're dead to sin. We're alive unto God. We're new creations in Christ Jesus. So spiritual things aren't strange to us. They aren't foreign to us. It's the air we breathe. Amen. We're spirit beings. Yeah. We're spirit beings. Hallelujah. I've got a powerful word prepared for today. Maybe I'll get to it. I don't know. It's powerful. It's powerful. Mm. Hallelujah. We're spirit beings. Come on, we're spirit beings. You are a spirit. You are made in the image of God. We're not afraid of spiritual things. That's, the, that's our natural habitat. Hallelujah. This earth is not our natural habitat. The Holy Spirit is. I remember as a kid living with my grandpa for a while, and uh, one of his daughters still lived there. She was an adult. And... Uh, <laughs> used to have friends come over and they'd smoke things and, and uh, they would light things on fire and smoke them and do other things and then they'd get out a Ouija board and, uh, and they would call on spirits and there I was, you know, I don't know, eight years old or something just watching all this and uh, they had some spiritual experiences they were dark spirits and their lives were a mess, and they were confused, but they had spiritual experiences. The church began with the spiritual experience, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That is the birth of the New Testament church. Jesus calls it the promise of the Father. Not a promise. The promise of the Father. Don't you know that that was God's plan from the beginning? That you would live your life filled with His Spirit? It's the Father's dream from the beginning for every human being to go through life filled with His Spirit. When you're filled with the Spirit of God and you know it, you'll never be afraid of any other spirit again. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, all kinds of things. They would consult, you know, cards and, and uh, horoscopes, fortune tellers and psychics. Have you called your psychic hotline lately? We're just listening to the Holy Ghost. Isn't that interesting that there'd be a number for you to call to get spiritual guidance from demons? Wow, demons have 1-800 numbers. Did you know that? Now, I'm not faulting the people who are under that influence. They, they don't know any better. They're just, they're just in the dark. But there are spirits behind. And I remember, uh, you know, this is interesting. With this, Yeah, there are a lot of spiritual activity in New England, isn't there? But as soon as you start talking about the Holy Spirit in church, the church folks get really quiet. Oh, we shouldn't be doing this. We should, it's okay to call a psychic hotline and to, you know, read your horoscope and, and go to a, a psychic, but the Holy Ghost, this is strange. We got, it's flipped, right? No, that other stuff is weird. The other stuff is dark and strange. The Holy Spirit is amazing. He's the one who knits you together in your mother's womb. No one knows you better than he, and he'll never deceive you. 
He'll never deceive you. You understand that demonic spirits have been around before man was created. So there are strategies against all of us in the spirit realm. Satan has schemes and strategies. So there may be spirits that have been trying to take down you and your family before you were born. They were after your grandparents or your great-grandparents, and they were following them around, and maybe your great-grandparents didn't, weren't baptized in the Holy Ghost and didn't know the finished work of Christ, and these spirits were working in their lives, and then they worked in their children's lives, which were your grandparents, and they worked in their children's lives, which were your parents, and now they're trying to work in your life. So, a lot, so you go to a psychic, and they tell you something that your great-grandfather used to say. You say, I, w- I want to talk to my great-grandfather. And all of a sudden, you're hearing these things that only your great-grandfather would say to your family. They're like, how'd they know that? That's a familiar spirit. That's not your great-grandfather speaking. That's a spirit that was following your family and watching and knows what your great-grandfather said. So you and your ignorance say, well, this really works. This is amazing. It's deception. It's deception. Once someone leaves this earth, they cannot speak to you again. That's how it works. That's how it's set up. When they leave their body, they cannot speak to you again. Spirits can speak to you and pretend they are, and they, they, know every, they, they may have been following that loved one, so they can say the cute little phrases they said and make it sound, oh, that must be them. It's not them. I had no idea to talk about, I had no plan to talk about any of this this morning. Hallelujah. I just see the atmosphere being lit with the light of the knowledge of the goodness of God, with the presence of God. Hallelujah. Why would you go to someone who is not looking to the Holy Spirit to get spiritual counsel? Why would you look for spiritual counsel anywhere else other than the Holy Spirit himself? Because you don't know how good God is. See, God hasn't left us alone to try and figure things out and look for counsel and how do I fix these things in my life? Who do I call? I've got to find some kind of special person that has special powers that can give me special information to get me out of my special situation. No, he gave you his spirit. And he knows exactly who you are and exactly what you need. And he's freely given it to you through Christ. It's yours. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to wonder. You don't have to pay money. You don't have to uh, drive a thousand miles. You can just believe in what Christ did for you. You understand that when you put your faith in Jesus Christ, your ghost was made new. You became a new ghost. Before we put our faith in Christ, our ghost was separated from God. It was, we were separated from God. We, it was the sin of mankind. We were born in sin, separated from God. And when you put your faith in Jesus Christ, and with your mouth you say, Jesus, be Lord of my life. I believe you rose from the dead. I believe you are the Son of God. That gives the Holy Spirit the right of way in your life, the Holy Ghost, to come into your ghost and make you a brand new ghost. And you're a friendly ghost. You're a happy ghost. 
You're a joyful ghost. You're a peaceful ghost. You're a warrior ghost. Dark, demonic ghosts are scared of you. Because when they look at you, they see that you're born of God the Father. That you're born of the Holy Spirit. And they know they have no right to do anything in your life. But they don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know that. We should not be ignorant of ghostly activity. Boy, have I seen some ghostly activity in my life in the last 18 months. Ghostly. I'm talking about uh, spirits of darkness attempting to hinder what God is doing in our lives. A disciple of Christ should be an expert in the spirit realm. Spiritual ninjas is what we are. That's what we are. Mess with me. That's who we are. Hallelujah. We're spiritual ninjas. We got moves the devil can't handle. Whoa, do we got moves. We got moves he hasn't seen before. Just when he thought he had you. Just when he thought you were going to quit and, and, and give up and it was all over. You stand up. You rise up. And you declare, Jesus, you're Lord of my life. And I'm going all the way with you. You got moves the devil can't handle. Boy, does God got some moves, huh? Woo! The devil couldn't figure out his dance and know how. He totally fooled the devil. The devil thought he had Jesus. He did. They arrested him. The devil said, yeah, hell is celebrating, right? We've got him. He's arrested. The high priests are under my influence, right? They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna execute him. And they were, the demons were rejoicing. The Son of God on the cross, nailed to the cross. That's, that's as hopeless as you get. Even before the cross, it was so hopeless. They were ripping the skin off his body, the, the flesh off his body. Torturing him. Didn't even look like a man anymore, Isaiah said. Didn't even look human, he was tortured so much. Hopeless as you can get. As low as you can go, he went. This is just before he went to hell now. This is on the earth. And they tore him apart and they, they pound spikes through his body to hold him to a piece of wood. Hallelujah. And the whole, the whole atmosphere became dark. In the middle of the day, totally dark. What was it? Ghosts filling the atmosphere, rejoicing. Spirits of darkness thinking we've got them now, right? And he gave up his spirit of his own free will. The only reason they could do that to him is he allowed it. Do you know they didn't kill Jesus? They couldn't kill Jesus. He allowed them to do that, and he gave up his spirit. If he wouldn't have gave up his spirit, he would have had to come down off the cross. 
his body would have healed and he would have just come down. If he, if he didn't choose to go all the way as the Lamb of God. Have you ever thought about that? If he would have just changed his mind, there he was, all tore up. He said, okay, that's enough. Pull the spikes out, get out of the cross hole. But that wasn't what he came for. He had to go through that. You don't have to go through that. He went through that. Only he could do that. He's the only Lamb of God. Right? He did that for us to pay full price for our bodies, for our minds, for our spirits. And then after that uh, unimaginable torture, he gave up his ghost to the judgment of the Father. And God the Father judged him as sin. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, God made him sin. Yeah, he knew no sin. He was made sin and separated from his father for three days. Never happened before or never happened again. In fact, it was so, so uh, real, Jesus, before he did that, he cried out and said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And that's the song of darkness. That's how sin thinks. Sin thinks that God's forsaken me. Sin thinks that no one can understand me. Sin thinks I'm all alone. Don't you listen to that song anymore. It's not for you. You're not alone. You're not the only one who can understand you. That's a, that's a trap to keep you bound. No one understands me. I'm all alone. No, they just don't get me. That's the song of darkness. And that's exactly where that kind of thinking will keep you. In fact, the scriptures teach us, the apostle Paul said, that all of us are going through the same things. That, in other words, no temptation has taken you but such as is common to man. We're all living on the same planet in a fallen world. We can all relate. Hello. See, when you start realizing, oh, okay. Wait a minute, I'm not the only one. <laughs> you know, the whole human race was separated from God, right? And God fully understands me. He's with me. He's for me. And I'm coming out of this. I'm coming out on top. I'm going to be stronger than I've ever been. And there are people that God will bring into your life that understand you, that get you. But don't search for those people. Search for him. Seek him. That's the way to build real friends in your life, is to make Jesus your best friend. Go out to coffee with Jesus. You might look a little, a little funny sitting there at your table, just you talking across the table at Starbucks, but that's all right. Just tell him Jesus is sitting there with you. They'll leave you alone, I promise. <laughs> and then give him a ninja move. Jesus is sitting in that chair in front of me. <laughs> okay. Let's see what we do. Okay. Hallelujah. So he was separated. See, prior to Jesus becoming sin, he talked to God as his father. Right? As his father. That's intimacy. He knew his father. The only time we see him referring to God as God was on the cross when he became sin. The only time you'll see Jesus ever saying, my God, my God, 
Why have you forsaken me? That doesn't make any sense. Because he became sin at that point. He began to speak like sin speaks. So if you ever have the thought that God has forsaken you, you you resist that with everything in you. He will never fail you. He will never forsake you. He will never turn from you. He will never leave you. There's only one that he turned from, and that was his son on the cross. And that was for three days only so that the full price of sin could be paid. He descended into hell. We're talking about ghosts, right? There were some nasty ghosts there who tormented him because he had become sin and he was in the absence of God's presence, separated from his father. And that's what tortured him the most was knowing that he was about to be separated from his father, that he would no longer be a father to him, but a God. Man, this is... Hallelujah. That was the most torturous thought to Jesus. That's that's why he, he just sweat profusely in the garden before his crucifixion. Because the idea of being separated from pure life, from the one who loved him perfectly, from the author and the alpha and the omega, was just so torturous. Nothing could ever be worse than being separated from God, the Father. Hallelujah. He became sin, and he was in hell, dead. Dead means separated from God. He was separated from God, completely separated from God. He died and went to hell. And he was there until the price was paid for our justification. And that was on the third day. I mean, it's amazing. Even though Jesus knew he would rise again in just three days, right? That's not a long time. But to be separate from God for three days would be an eternity. Have you ever thought about that? He knew what was going to happen. He knew that it wasn't forever. He knew on the third day he'd be raised again. But just the thought of three days separate from his father was so grievous to him. Even though he knew he'd be reunited. Wow. How precious you are, Father. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures that we haven't even imagined yet. Non-stop forever. You have things you desire to give us that we even haven't even thought to ask for yet. But we receive them. So the d- ghosts of darkness danced and leaped and, and plucked and tore at Jesus his spirit, and then on the third day, God said, it is enough. And the Holy Spirit descended and made alive the spirit of Christ and raised him up, and as he stood up, he stripped the devil, completely whipped and stripped him. You want to talk about ninjas, there it was. He whipped every devil in hell, and he stripped them completely of all of their authority. Hallelujah. And he took back the keys. 
And then he appeared to his disciples after he rose from the dead, and he said, all authority has been given to me. Now you go in my authority, and you stomp on the devil's head. Hallelujah. He commissioned his ninjas after he rose from the dead. And he said, go forward. Get your nunchucks out. And do damage to the kingdom of darkness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You want to see, see my nunchucks? With the stripes that wounded Jesus, I have been healed. Come on, you want to enter the dragon with me? I'm dead to sin, alive to God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. You're such a failure. All the mistakes you've made and you did it again. Man, oh man. Why? You're just not going to make it. You, you've, you've messed up too many times. What do you do? Get your nunchucks out. If anyone be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away and all things become new. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Come on, let's all do that. Ready? Hallelujah. I'm talking about WWF. Well, that's what we used to call it when I was a kid. What do they call it now? They got a copyright issue or something. We used to be WWF, World Wrestling Federation. W what? Oh, that's dumb. How about WWF? What's that stand for? World Wrestling E? Entertainment? I don't know. Yeah, Amber, would you help us out up in here? Who's, who's the current champion in the WWE? What? Someone said John Cena. He's not still wrestling, is he? You're going old school now. I mean, I remember, I remember Jimmy Superfly Snooker. That's what I'm talking about. You need to give the devil a good Superfly Snooker. It's Superfly Snooker Day at Highway Church. How many people know Jimmy Superfly Snooker? Come on, get the hands up. Yeah, come on. Ghosts of darkness are going to talk to you in your life. They're going to try and discourage you. They're going to try and uh, get you off track. And one of the primary ways they do that is through condemnation and try and tell you how you don't measure up. But it doesn't matter because you do measure up. Christ has made you worthy. The blood of Christ has made you new. The devil is a liar. His pants are on fire. Hallelujah. Refuse to listen to negative thoughts. Refuse to listen to any thought that is anything less than fullness of joy. Because in God's presence is fullness of joy, and he doesn't have any thoughts for you that are any less than that. The thoughts that he has for you will produce strength in your body. 
They will produce strength in your mind. They will produce finances and revenue in your life. So he talks to you. You don't listen. You get up. That's what Jimmy Superfly used to do. It, it got at the point in the match where, where he had to go into the corner and climb up to the third rope. And he'd stand up and he'd do one of these. Superfly. Boom. And he'd take out his opponent. Hallelujah. I don't think I've ever talked about Superfly Snook in a message before. It's time to take out your opponent. How do you body slam the devil? You believe God. Every time you believe God, you're body slamming a demon. You're body slamming these dark spirits who are trying to take you out. Hallelujah. Man, oh man, I'm looking at a bunch of Bruce Lee Superfly Snooker champions. Hallelujah. You've got the heavyweight championship belt on you. Jesus won it for you and he put it on you when you declared him Lord of your life. Do you understand when you, don't they look impressive when they come walking out with that belt on, you know, and they're all buffed and stacked and got that big old gold belt on? That's what you look like to the enemy. Yeah. I mean, I'll go back farther than that. Hulk Hogan. Woo-wee. Bruno San Martino, is that right? That's, that's way back, yeah. Gorgeous George. My grandpa talked about him. Hallelujah. You are a champion. And everyone in the spirit realm knows it. Everyone knows it. No one has to ask, um, who are they? No one has to Google who you are in the spirit realm. Every demon knows that you belong to Christ. They know it. They know that you're as clean as Jesus Christ is clean. They know that you're as righteous as Christ. In fact, they know that God made you his righteousness. They just don't want you to know it. So that's why they've used religious tradition so much to cover the reality of who you really are. Because once you realize your true identity, they can't mess with you anymore. And you will say like Jesus, they have nothing in me. Satan has nothing on you. He has, he's got nothing on you. 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 Have you ever watched a movie or a, or a show where someone's trying to take someone down through an accusation or a plot and they'll say, you've got nothing on me? Well, for you, it's true. Satan has nothing on you. Every sin you've ever committed... And every sin you could ever commit is already washed clean. You are permanently clean. You're permanently clean. You're permanently clean. You're permanently a champion. You're permanently victorious. You're permanently righteous. You're more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. More than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There have been so many times in my walk with the Lord where Satan has come into the ring and started saying things to me. And I felt like just laying on the mat and letting the ref say, 
but the Spirit of God is inside of you. He will not let you lose. He won't let you get counted out. Because God is your judge and he says righteous. He says they are my own. My son, my daughter, my child, righteous and clean. They deserve all that I have because of what my son did for them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So many times I just didn't think I could go on, but I just leaned and laid down the presence of the Holy Spirit and let him do what he does best, make all things new. He makes all things new. He makes new. He makes whole. He makes strong. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for making things new right here, right now, in this highway family. I'm talking about new, never seen before, fresh out of the oven, new. A new recipe, a new person, a new marriage. Come on. Hallelujah. A brand new marriage. A brand new marriage. Oh, there's that lightning again. There's that lightning again. A brand new marriage. Hallelujah. Woo. New life. New life. New life. Untainted. Free of bondage. Free of condemnation life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, you're so good. Come on. We're just letting the Holy Spirit minister to us now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, thank you. All right, come on, let's let him keep going. Thank you, Lord. Just stir yourself up a little bit. The Apostle Paul said to his uh, the young pastor that he was training, he encouraged him to stir, stir, stir yourselves up. Stir all those good things that are in you. What happens when you have a pot of stew that's been sitting on the stove? I love fresh homemade stew. Come on. And, but if it's been sitting on the stove for a while, what do you got to do? You've got to stir it up. Why? Because all the good stuff's fell down to the bottom. You want to bring it back to the, we've got to do that in our lives. Come on, stir yourselves up. Stir yourselves up. You've got a new marriage. Come on, stir yourselves up. You've got a new shoulder. You've got a new life. You've got a new plan. You've got a new vision of yourself. You've got a new identity in Christ Jesus. You're always victorious. Hallelujah. You're more than a conqueror. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. You're filled with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Hallelujah. In martial arts, when you learn a routine, they call it a kata. And we would learn these katas back in the day. And it's, a, it's movements that you learn to do to, to train you for a situation uh, that you might be in. It prepares your body. I want you to know that when you're speaking the word, that's a spiritual kata. 
It's preparation for confrontation with the enemy. If you think the devil's going to leave you alone in this earth, you are fooling yourself. If you think you're, you're not going to be challenged, then you're, you're, just, you're not facing reality. The devil will challenge you and try and discourage you. He wants you to throw in the towel. I think that comes from boxing, that term, throwing in the towel, right? Where the, the, the trainers in the corner, if they thought their fighter was done, they'd throw in the towel. That's what the devil wants you to do. But your trainer's the Holy Spirit. He's got no towel to throw in. He's training you to be the champion, to walk in the life of Christ, to be the person you are in Christ. He's training you to stand strong in life. It's okay. I know you failed because I failed too. We all have blown it. We've all messed up a whole lot more times than we can even recollect. But that's not who you are. You are a champion in Christ. You're not an alcoholic. You're not a drug addict. You're a champion in the Lord Jesus Christ. You're a new creation in Christ. Come on, start acknowledging. Stir up the reality of who you are by saying it with your mouth. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. I'm not a failed husband or a failed wife. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm not a failed mother or a failed father. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. I'm not a failing son or a failing daughter. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. I'm strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. I'm full of the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Hallelujah. Jesus Himself bore my sicknesses and carried my diseases. And with the stripes that wounded Jesus, I have been healed. Hallelujah. Glory and power and praise be unto His name. I'm dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. I hear God's voice and I obey his voice. The voice of a devil I will not follow. Jesus you are my Lord and my shepherd and because you're my shepherd I shall not lack. You are leading me into places of plenty, into green pastures. You're providing richly for me all things to enjoy. Thank you Lord God every good thing you're bringing my way. Thank you that all grace abounds unto me so that in everything at all times Having all that I need, I abound in every good work. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that I'm fully equipped, fully furnished to do all that you've called me to do. And I'm moving forward in your plan for my life. And I'm going all the way with you. And your will, abundant life, is done in my life just as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Jesus, you are Lord of my life. You are Lord of this highway family. We are champions. The devil's under our feet, and no one's going to change that. Thank you for your rich provision for every member of this highway family. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We've taken the gloves off, haven't we? We're going at it. No equipment. Devil's got no head guard against you. He's got nothing to protect himself from the word of God in your mouth and in your heart. He's defeated. Hallelujah. He knows that sparring with you is a, is a dead end. He has no chance of victory. He doesn't want you to know that. 
Hallelujah. Jennifer, would you come on up here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel like Bruce Lee and Jimmy Superfly Snook all rolled into one. Maybe I kind of look like him too. I don't know. Glory to God. I'm joining the WWE. That's what I'm doing. If I'm not here next week, that's where I'll be. I'm, I'm joining. Give me an application. Hallelujah. Just prophesy in the mic a little bit. Go ahead. I know it. I know it. Yes. 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 Just receive it. Come on. Receive that word. Powerful. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, we grab a hold of it. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We're acting on your word. We're acting on your word. Whoo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may have come in here today thinking your life was on the ropes, and today you've learned that you're a champion, that you're not defeated, that you're more than a conqueror, that you've got the victory. That's exactly who you are. That you're wearing the champion, the belt of a champion, and no one can take that off. It was permanently given you by the Father through His Son. You are His, and He is yours forever. Don't you ever listen to another anxious thought. Don't you ever listen to another condemning thought. Don't you ever listen to another fearful thought. Those thoughts are never from your Father. Never from your Father. Those thoughts are the, are the conversations of the enemy. And he'll lure you in through thoughts of fear and anxiety and condemnation. So now you know. If there's a thought that's just the least bit tainted with condemnation, I don't allow it. It's not my father speaking. You know when the devil speaks, there will be a little bit of truth in there. He's got, I mean, you, you can't just throw a hook in the water. You got to put a worm on it, right? But underneath that worm, whoo boy, there's a sharp old hook, right? So he has truth in the things that he says, but it's, it, he's a liar. It's cover, it, that truth is covered. Underneath that truth on the surface is a hook. 
So he starts speaking condemnation to you or failure or discouragement or anxiety or fear or alienation from God. That's a, there's a hook under that. Because we all know we failed. Hello. That's not a news flash. We know in of ourselves none of us measure up. That's not, a, that's not news to us. The good news is that now we do measure up. That's right. Forever. I can make the dumbest mistake in the world today. I'll still be righteous. Because God's righteousness was given to me by Him. And you can't lose that. Hallelujah. It's time for you to be secure in your salvation. Go ahead. You don't know, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. You'll have no hunger, no desire for it. For you see now the, the deception. You see the false nature. You see the attempt of the enemy to try to Come on. You're smarter now today. Hallelujah. Jesus has opened our eyes. We break it. We renounce it in the name of Jesus. No more. No more operating of evil spirits, dark spirits. That's right. 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 In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You know, that's what they do in the book of Acts. In the book of Acts, you know, there are different sorcerers that the apostles encountered. And when they saw the power of God, it was like the, the, the whole community brought their scrolls and their sorcery books. And, and they put them in a big fire and burned them. There might be some things in your life you need to put in a fire and burn. Some sources you were consulting, you never consult again. Right? Some websites you were going to that you'll never go to again. Right? Remember, there's, there will be some truth in them. That's what lures you in. Right? How'd they know that? It's a hook. All right? It's not the Holy Spirit. Right? The Holy Spirit doesn't have any hooks for you. He gives you fresh, nutritious meals that make you strong with no hooks in them. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, this was good. Yeah. Go ahead. No, free. We, free. we are. We're free. We're free. We renounce the devil's activity in our lives. Devil, you're defeated in this highway family. You're defeated in the name of Jesus Christ. Every scheme foiled in the name of Jesus. Every strategy destroyed and brought to naught in this highway family. In the name of Jesus Christ. 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 Every strategy foiled in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, I, I'm just, listen, you're just going to have to be patient. But I'm seeing in the spirit there's been strategies going on in homes to divide and to separate. And they have not been recognized until today. Today is the day when the light is exposing the strategies of the enemy in homes and apartments in this highway family. And we call them to not. In Jesus' name, we bring down these plans. We dismantle them. And we declare Jesus of every Lord of every home and apartment and marriage 
in Jesus' name. Jesus is Lord of this highway family. We speak light into every bedroom. Light into every bedroom. No more monsters under the bed. No more monsters in the closet. Light and life in every bedroom. Sweet sleep. Rejuvenating Jesus rest. We speak light into every room of every home. No more dark places. No more hiding in corners. The light and life of Jesus Christ filling every home, every apartment in this highway family. Hallelujah. No more secret dark things. Today is a day of exposure and freedom. Of a revealing of light and life. In Jesus' name. Man, this is so good. This is so good. Boy, you just can't plan stuff like this, you know? You just give your whole self to the Holy Spirit and let Him go. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of His goodness, who He is, what He's done for you, and who you are in Him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life He came to give you.